0: Pete, hey, did you oh, leave us? You
1: No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I had myself on mute because I was uh, drinking a beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's so unusually sorry, polite sorry about of you. The delay. Hello and welcome to the Beer and Loathing Podcast. Today we're doing things a little differently and debuting our take on what one might call a holiday special. I don't know if I've been listening to too much risk or I've heard too many fucked up holiday experiences lately, but I thought we could really stoke the magic of the holiday by inviting people on and having them share their most interesting holiday stories. And by stoking the magic, I mean remembering the terrible or hilarious shit that usually happens when you bring a family together for food, too much beer, and irreconcilable differences. Uh, Sam and I are going to start... <laughs> Sam and I are going to start with our stories, and then we're going to get a a bunch of random people to uh, join the call with us and share their fucked up holiday stories. So that's pretty. Sam, what are you? What are you drinking? I am
0: actually slugging back a a bunch of session IPA straight from the crowler from Resolute Brewing. I've uh, it's it's been two weeks old, so it's it's time to drink it now. It's Uh it's actually it's very delicious. It's. It's everything I'd hoped it would be. Um, I posted a picture on Twitter. Of me, I'm, I'm actually eating some homemade beef jerky that I fucked up on Wednesday, which will actually be part of my initial story as well. Okay. and I'm also barefoot. I, I'm really just in the holiday spirit. I'm very comfortable right now. Very, very. Yeah, comfortable. Yeah, for sure. I
1: don't have a shirt on, and I'm just wearing basketball shorts. <laughs> just letting uh,
0: let the man. Uh, you, you have a man sweater, so I mean, that's kind yeah, of that's, 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 pretty pretty holiday,
1: that's pretty holiday. That's uh, pretty holiday themed in itself. I mean, my Twitter handle is hairy drunk Guy, So, yeah, that Twitter handle and, that you I mean, never that use. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> I think I use it like once a month. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, that's uh it's a good it's a good handle. It's a good handle. I think uh, you know when you're ready and you're ready to really dive into Twitter, it'll be a, it'll suit you well.
1: Sure. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but I have enjoyed it more lately than I have in the past. Well, that's good. Like I, I've been using Twitter in finding the value of it although the value is very low to me at this point
0: <laughs> i was going to say most people i feel like are like jumping ship on twitter just because it's just a bunch of wannabe journalists tweeting random shit and just yeah. being very very negative which whatever Not it started voyeuristic
1: people just narrating their fucking days yeah and then it sort of picked up steam when uh, you know it could be used for like live tweeting about different things and using hashtags and stuff. And I, I don't know what it's evolved or devolved into at this point, but it's devolved into a I mess. Do like, okay. Yeah. I do like tweeting at celebrities though. Yeah. That's pretty fun.
0: Right. That's always a good time. What are, what are you drinking?
1: I am drinking, uh, a beer that actually, uh, recently won, uh, America's best in 1893. Oh uh, it's yeah. It's Blue Ribbon.
0: I knew immediately when you said America's best in 1893, you're drinking one of my favorites.
1: Yep. Yeah. I have four of those on my desk right now.
0: <laughs> just like lined up so you can just,
1: just ready to go. I I was really had no idea what to expect from this. I didn't know if we were going to like, so we we're going to have to call her or, or what. So I just got prepared and I was like, fuck all five of these. And it's just Sam and I, I bantering. That'll be fun too
0: yeah i think so i think that'll 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 do that'll work along with my monster can of 32 ounces of five percent ipa so i i think we should just get right into it man uh how was your thanksgiving by the way i i don't think i texted or really talked to you before that so uh happy you know post thanksgiving and black friday
1: mm-hmm. yeah it was it was pretty good um uh, it was pretty low key. I got into a Facebook debate with one of my old friends Excellent. Um, as we have been going and we've been going back and forth on debates because he's like turned into an extremely right wing libertarian. And uh, I, and then just like posting his beliefs on Facebook and I've just been attacking them because <laughs> his like Facebook friends will always post like all these fuck. Yeah, bro support things. And it drives me in in fucking sane so i've been attacking and battling him and recently over this past thanksgiving um i wrote for about 40 minutes i came up with a really long reply because he loves to try to debate with like this old gentleman debates club thing and he'll write just like 20 paragraphs in a wall of text (laughs) it drives me fucking crazy dude so i was just like i'm gonna write one more of those and i'm unfriending and i honestly felt so good afterward (laughs) just a really as much as like you know posting on facebook and unfriending somebody can make you feel you know like that that you don't get a huge amount of satisfaction out of facebook but it's like temporary
0: you get that you get that initial jolt of like fuck yeah i nailed this and then like yeah as that serotonin words you're like god that was dumb
1: that was still facebook dude it's just still facebook so (laughs) yeah exactly like how much pleasure can you really derive from that but yeah i I have a few holiday stories that I'm going to share. How was how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. I didn't have a phone for the entire day. Be- and
0: we'll find out why when I uh, reveal my story, my initial story, at least. Um, no, we just had a Friendsgiving, and I ended up going to two different ones. I went to one at one friend's house out near Golden, and uh, we had a great dinner. I was very hungover and late because of being hungover and also not having a phone. I had to, like, ask someone what the address was and then, like, old school. quest it yeah i had to go old school i had to google <laughs> map it and then write down the directions on a piece of paper which funny story not funny story just i never really thought about this i don't really have any paper in my house like i type everything on notes on my computer or my my phone so like where the hell is there any paper i had to rip up an envelope or something dumb but uh i made it and then i went to another friend's friendsgiving that turned into a bottle share and um that went downhill quickly not in a bad way thankfully but uh it was nice I had a lot of beer I was still hungover on Friday when I woke up and was able to go retrieve my phone and then went to work so it was yeah
1: uh, you had to work on Friday yeah man I, uh, oh shit. yeah that's right yeah yeah now that I That's work, at the that's at the brewery right yeah
0: now that I work at a brewery I uh, got to work volume on Friday so I worked from like three till 637 ish it was it was actually it was fine it wasn't a bad day yeah that's not bad at all yeah I got to that's cool hang out talk to some people it was, it was a good time I'm not mad. As yeah, far as I'm sure. concerned, the weekend's still going. I'm doing this, and then I'm going to work after this. So.
1: Right on. Yeah, I have to do this and then rake leaves. But See, I feel better I'll about... I'll be drinking beers.
0: I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll be surrounded by cool people in beer, whereas you'll be raking leaves. Which Surrounded by leaves. Yes. Which, I mean, I don't know. If you like jumping in leaves, I used to like that a lot. It, it could still be fun. I don't like doing that.
1: Did you never like jumping in leaves? Fuck that. Really? Yeah. I I mean... Shit. I like burning them. I loved having leaf fires. Well, you
0: are a major league pyromaniac, so that story checks yes. out. Yeah. <laughs> was it, Didn't we actually, I don't know if we accidentally started a fire. We we no, we purposely started a bonfire at your house that one year. And this isn't even a holiday story, really. This is just we had fireworks when we did the. Uh, you had those mortars, and we were doing like the javelin, like fire launchers, trying to start up a fire, at your yeah, fire dude. pit. Yep. I remember taking video yeah, of that, that on my glorious. old, like my old Moto, like slide up phone, and uh, <laughs> we had some fire. There. Those are on Facebook for a while. I'm sure they still are somewhere buried in all the shit that I've posted since then.
1: But yeah, oh, or was... maybe they're on MySpace and just lost at this point.
0: Dude, I can't even log into MySpace anymore. I don't have, I don't, I don't, I can't either. I don't know the password and the email I use was my old college email, and so I can't retrieve my password, which. <laughs> This is all just fascinating conversation, I'm sure, from a, a listener's yeah, point yeah, of right. view about how awesome we were that we're old enough to know the fucking heyday of MySpace. For anyone who cares to notice, that's how me and Pete really made friends. We met in real life in IRL before IRL was IRL. And then we became friends on MySpace, and it blossomed from there. Indeed. So, <clears throat> All right, I had to clear that. I've been sick. Uh, all right, so enough about us and our personal lives. Let's get into our personal lives and and, and talk about a story. Talk here. about us more. Yeah, because <laughs> this 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 is about us. I've come to accept the fact that this is our show and it's about us. Oh, for sure. For us, by us, phobus. Um. Or fubu. Oh, never mind. Shit. It's... Never. Yeah, I'm gonna just skip yeah, that part. Yeah. Yep. This is not fubu at all. But uh, did you have like any good other stories or anything from uh, the weekend? Like, or just even another holiday story in general to kind of get the, get the ball rolling as they say.
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, This one's the most recent. I actually have three different stories that I can, that I can bring up and they're all pretty short. So I'll just, I'll start with the first Thanksgiving that Lee and I ever spent together as a couple. Okay. We went out to my parents' house and uh, my parents and uh, Lee's mom are really good friends. So, they usually spend the holidays together, like, so it makes holidays super fucking easy. That's so awesome. the first time that um, Lee and I were officially together and we were having Thanksgiving, uh, you know, it was like one big family. At about uh, 1030 in the morning, I grabbed a beer out of the fridge and I popped it while staring Lee in the face and just said one. <laughs> and uh, like, what the does that mean? And then I went back about a half hour later and walked up to Lee and stared her in the face and cracked it and said two. And at the end of the day, it was like twenty five, I believe. Um, <laughs> and it it wasn't just beer; like it was uh like mixed drinks too. Near like when it got up to like 18, 19, like mixed drinks started to come into it too. Oh my! God. So and I like made bread that day, and the bread didn't turn out that well, and like. Uh, (laughs) imagine that (laughs) granted the bread would have been shitty had i been completely sober too because i just fucked up the recipe but regardless (laughs) so i just like anytime i made a drink or opened a beer i counted it and like let lee know directly what number i was on um i don't remember anything after like 20 or 21 but i kept doing it apparently and uh and like gotten it a <laughs> political debate with my dad where i didn't have anything of substance to say just attacked one of his favorite presidents from the 80s and he, <laughs> he was like, you I... don't know what you're talking about and i'm like reagan fucking sucks I... he's like you know you have no argument against that i
0: was just going to say was it reagan cuz i know how much you hated reagan, reagan. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's awesome
1: yeah it was it was pretty good so the next day and the day after that i was actually like i could i couldn't drink on friday until like way into the Ah. night. Oh, that's awesome. And then I only had like two or three beers and I woke up the next morning and was like still hungover. It was awful.
0: Did you count out the three beers you had the next night to Lee's face just to, you know, keep it going? Be like, one. Just No, I I gave
1: up after the Thanksgiving. After the Thanksgiving count, I feel like I had had made my point crystal clear, whatever point that was. (laughs) I feel like that uh, should
0: be your new tradition is just count them out just do it regardless. I was going to do it
1: with, I was going to keep doing that, but I, I was like, dude, I don't want to fucking do that again. That was awful. It was just like this stunt that I made for myself. Yeah. You know, it was more of more for Lee's enjoyment or like just to see the look on her face, I guess, than anything
0: else to, to really test that yeah. bond. Be like, this is what you're getting yourself into young lady. Here's, here's how it's going to yeah. go down. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. And like, I was happy. I didn't drink that much this thanksgiving because i woke up and i felt completely fine you know what i mean like i had to have a cup of coffee to really wake up or whatever but um, i was totally fine whereas when i did that that year i was fucked the next day (laughs) (laughs) yeah have you have you ever had uh like
0: a thanksgiving where you couldn't even eat like you partied the night before because you know the the uh the general consensus is Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving, is one of the biggest bar nights of the year, because everyone's coming home, they're going out and having drinks, meeting up with old friends, or you know, if they're like to
1: stay away from family, whatever. Yeah,
0: exactly. If they're like me, they just like, Woo, it's a new reason to go party, let's do it, and they just go fucking crazy. Uh I mean, have you ever had like a hangover like on Thanksgiving where it's like you're eating at two or three in the afternoon, you're like, Nope, not yet. Not there yet. I can't say that I have. I don't think I have either. I I know my cousin, she, she her birthday is usually right around Thanksgiving and on the year her 21st birthday fell, she was too hungover she didn't get out of bed at all for Thanksgiving dinner. Like it it happened the night before Thanksgiving that year. It was, it was pretty amazing.
1: Damn, dude, that sucks and is hilarious. I know. It's I,
0: <laughs> I I was almost jealous like that's that's the way to do it just and then you know, hang out in bed all yeah. Thanksgiving. The family's all there. They, you know, they feel a little sympathy for you because you're old enough to drink, but you still don't know what you're doing. And it's oh, yeah, that's good. But yeah, as many times as I've gone out on Wednesday nights, I, this year was a this is there there was a purpose to this question. There was a segue there in that my, this year was a close a close one where I wasn't quite ready, but I ended up putting down some dinner anyways, and it brought me back to life basically because. Uh, the first of the stories I want to share just just literally happened this past Wednesday. And uh I did I did my chug video in the morning or well, early afternoon, doesn't really matter. I did the chug video in the like morning time, which I chugged like a 12% beer that was just massive. And I didn't eat breakfast, so I was like instantly drunk.
1: Hammered, really.
0: Yeah. And then I went snowboarding with Ross. Uh, in the afternoon because he wanted to meet up with some of his old ski coaches that were up in Copper Mountain and stuff. So he, I meet him downtown. We drive up to Copper Mountain, take four or five runs with one of his old coaches, and then we go back to the bar and start drinking again because there's $2 PBRs at this new bar at Copper Mountain.
1: I'll well, tell you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. can't afford not to drink there.
0: No, hell no. And at that point, like, I'd already sobered up from my initial, like, chug, but I hadn't really eaten anything either. So three PBRs later, and I was back, like, into mess zone. So we leave and uh, I sleep the whole way back to Denver, which is like an hour and a half drive. And Ross is making fun of me. He's like, dude, you slept the whole way here, you useless piece of shit. I'm like, what? You didn't know how to get back? It's easy enough. Uh, <laughs> so I'm still like, so at this point, it's like eight o'clock ish, or not even eight o'clock, it's like six or seven ish. And some of our other friends are out at Top Golf, which is a golfing place where you just, it's like a video game, but real golf. It's weird. And they were talking about, like, oh, okay. yeah, we're going up to the suburbs to go to someone else's house. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't want to go to the suburbs. I have to finish up this beef jerky that I'm bringing to Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow. You know, we just take me home. He's like, yeah, fine, you party pooper. So he's giving me shit. He drops me off. I go and start, uh, one, making myself food finally. It's like 7 o'clock at night. And I'm finishing up this beef jerky I'm making. So around, oh, I don't know, 9.30ish or so uh, one of my buddies texts me. He's like, hey, we're, we're going down to True Brewing, and you're know, going to have some beers. What are you doing? I'm like, uh, I can go down to True. That's not far from here. I'll, I'll Uber down there. I just got to finish up this jerky and finish making this food, and I'll come out and meet you guys. So we go to this brewery. It ends up being him, his girlfriend, and then a few of their other friends. And we're having beers at the brewery, and then they want to go check out this new bar that's opening that night called the Brutal Poodle uh and that is the hardest cool fucking it's a cool name but it's hard as shit to say after you've had a few beers it really kind of the brutal poodle so we're at the brutal poodle having more beers and uh one of the friends that he came with uh, i started to notice her i didn't really notice her at first but i'm like she's pretty cute and so i'm talking to uh my buddy i'm like hey what's uh what's the story with your friend over here? He's like, Oh, you should, you should talk to her. Yeah. Here, do you want to switch around seats with us? And so like they moved, they moved us around. So we were sitting next to each other and I started talking to her. And, uh, long and the short is I start to see the let's get out of here eyes, which I haven't seen in a really long time. So I'm like, am I interpreting this correctly? And so I get a nod. Yes. Say that out loud to her. I I did actually, because that's how suave I fucking am. Uh, (laughs) So she's like, yeah, let's, let's get out of here. So she calls an Uber. We get in this Uber, talk to this Uber. I'm not paying attention to where we're going, but we go back to her house. So I have no idea where I am now. We go in and uh, things don't progress super far. Like it, it, it progressed. I'm not, I'm not going to be a, a somewhat of a gentleman here and not just say exactly what happened. But at one point during all this, she's just like, how old? And I just start calling. I'm like, what? How old? I'm like, how old am I? I'm 35. And I'm like, how old are you? And she tells me how old she is, and I'm like, okay. And then like literally 30 seconds after that, it all just like comes to a screeching halt. She's like, I'm good. And uh like we get up <laughs> and we walk out. She walks me out of the house, closes the door, locks, and I'm like, Oh, okay. And then I tap like all my pocket areas. I don't have my phone, so I have no idea where I am. I can't call an Uber. I start knocking on the door, I'm like, hey, but I couldn't remember what her name was at the time. So I'm like, hey, I don't have my phone and blah 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 and it, it 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 just it they never opened up and i didn't want to just like bang on the door and be a dick so i'm like all right i'll just i'll wander around and find my way where i'll figure out where i am if i wander around for a little bit i don't, I don't think i was that far away and uh i end up walking two streets over and find three dudes on a porch and uh, i'm like hey guys
1: how you doing three dudes on the porch honestly sounds like a pretty cool name for a bar
0: it does that good but anyway let's, let's sorry, mark I'm that one
1: down that. i no, I thought you're actually going to a bar called Three Dudes on a push,
0: <laughs> No, no, that was just no, this is just two streets over, and there are three guys luckily being up at like two in the morning on you know Thanksgiving day, I'm like, hey guys, uh how you doing? My name's Sam. Uh this is a really weird random question. I'm kind of in a pickle. Do any of you have a working phone that I could use to call an Uber? I have cash in my pocket. And uh this guy, his name's Paul Paul. If you happen to ever hear this, thank you again. You are a fucking saint amongst fucking sinners everywhere uh he just like you know what man here i got you called me up an uber asked for my address i told him and i'm like here you want somebody's like no you know what this one's on me do you want to hit this vape pen i'm like yes i do and <laughs> 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 so i end up getting i end up getting an uber home and uh Woke up the next day, and that's why, uh, you know, like I said, for Thanksgiving, I had to go old school and write down my directions to where I was going. And the other part of this is why I'm eating shitty homemade jerky is I came home at, like, 3 in the morning. And then for whatever reason, even though the jerky was done, I decided it had to be dehydrated more. So I turned the dehydrator back on. It, it was already perfectly done. And uh, I, I fried it to a crisp. It's like, it's this is beef-flavored paper now. It's it's so fucking dry. <laughs>
1: So uh it sounds delicious though. Like beef jerky. I am like the biggest fan of beef jerky, so mm-hmm. I, I would probably still eat it.
0: I mean, I'm not gonna throw it away. It's it's tasty, it's just very, very dry. It's like the Sahara in your mouth. Yeah. It's terrible. But yeah, that was uh, that was my most recent kind of holiday story that that uh What the
1: fuck, dude? That uh that whole getting kicked out of the apartment bit is
0: <laughs> I thought, strange. I was laughing when it was going down. I'm like, really? That's that's what ends this this conversation here, or whatever this uh this transaction. I don't know. Uh, transaction well, is not the right word. Obviously, that
1: much apart. Yeah, it was like eight
0: years. So That's not bad. I, I know. That's my whatever. It's you know what. Everyone's got their different things. So uh, you know, she wasn't rude. It was just kind of like, okay, we're done here. I'm like, okay. Well, then in that case, thank you for the opportunity to let you down. I will uh, see you around. <laughs> I suppose.
1: Did so, you you got your phone back then?
0: Yeah, it was left in a mailbox, and I picked it up, and surprisingly, it still had battery charges, like, fucking a day and a half later, and it still had battery, because I didn't have my mobile dad on, which is a really, really silly thing to be excited about, but I thought it was funny. It was fun times. So, but, uh, I don't know, man, what do you say? Should we uh, try to get one of our first guests on here to talk about some stuff?
1: Yeah,
2: Sure. Hello there.
0: Hi, is this the Classy Alcoholic?
2: That's me. Is this
0: Sam? It is. Hey, man, how you doing? I got uh, my uh, co-host Pete on the line as well.
2: Hey, Pete. Hey, how's it going?
0: So I was just telling Pete, this is going to be be fun when you answer, because I I don't even know what your real name is, man. Uh, I just know you strictly (laughs) as the Classy Alcoholic. (laughs) We can keep it that way if you want. (laughs)
2: I'd prefer, yeah. But also, you're not going to be like, what's up, Batman? What's your real name? It's fucking Batman, okay? You know? (laughs) Oh, for sure. For sure.
0: All right. I can't argue that (laughs) logic whatsoever. So, uh, all right, man. Well, uh, welcome on the show first off. Uh, We've been talking a little bit about some holiday stuff here. Uh, Just uh, recently with the holiday passing and everything, uh, hopefully, also first off, uh, happy post-Thanksgiving. Hopefully you had a good one.
2: Yeah, it was great. Thanks.
0: Good, glad to hear that. Um, so yeah, the theme is is wacky holiday, fun holiday stories. Uh, do you got any that uh, come to mind? I mean, obviously you do, since we talked about this beforehand. I'm I'm not going to pretend like this is a random call. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, just just cold calling people like, hey, you got any holiday stories? I'm a drunk guy on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, come on. Um, yes, I do have. <laughs> yeah, I I well, I mean, most of my holidays are usually spent drunk. Uh, but there was one many years ago, I want to say I was in college at the time, so what, 12 years ago or something now? Or 10 years ago, rather. Uh, my cousin and I, he's not really my cousin, but he's a guy that who's basically like family, and I don't know that he wants me to say his name, and he stopped drinking, so we're just going to call him Cousin Poops in His Pants a lot. So, <laughs> 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 Fucking spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 you know what, that, that's... I, I I set it up improperly. It did, doesn't end with him pooping his pants, but oh, okay. uh, he's a good guy. <laughs> no, no. So this guy poopy pants. Uh, he and I went out, ha- got hammered. It was the end of the school semester in December. Christmas around the corner. Uh, we did a few Irish car bombs. Mm. Uh, whatever. Yeah. At that point, I had a job where I could afford ca- Irish car bombs and not just like pop, pop vodka. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the glory days, huh?
2: Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was I was I was making it. You know, I was making good uh, good money for that time. So we got hammered. We w- were walking back to his place. He lived pretty close to a university. It was out in Tucson, uh, Arizona. And he, he, we walked by a frat house, just large frat house with big columns. And I said, "I'm gonna peel on the door of this frat house, Paul." <laughs> and he says. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. And I said, this is a great idea." I get it right up to the door and I could hear voices on the other end. The Two guys talking to each other, clear as day. You can hear them across the door. And I want to make this very clear. I'm quoting one of the guys exactly. All right. I don't condone this at all, but he says, I have no problem with the word nigger. And then he says it a bunch of times and he is laughing and the other guy is laughing. And now I'm just shit. like, Oh, I'm peeing on your yeah, being on your door, you fucking killed us. Yeah, yeah, no. you sure, sure, dude. You
0: now have a mission it's... of pee, like, like a clear mission.
2: Exactly, and you know what? We hear the stories about you know what goes on uh, behind the doors of frat houses. That's exactly what goes on because they were just just laying it out there, clear as day. Like I said. Yeah. So I'm, so, I, and it was, it was winter, so it was cold. So, you know, it was, it was a little hard to get in the, you know, the the whole situation. It there, was cold, don't worry about it, don't judge.
0: <laughs> How cold does it get in Tucson? I honestly, I don't, I don't spend much time over there.
2: Well, actually, actually in the winter, it can get pretty cold, uh, especially at night. Okay. it you know, will get down to like 40, 40, 50 degrees. Nothing compared to what you have, you know, you're, uh, you're out in Phoenix, you're getting a little closer to 60, go up to Flagstaff, you're getting 20 degrees in the winter, easy. Ooh, so okay. it, it, it varies. It's a big state. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, this was let out a barn burner, just peeing all over the door. It's a very <laughs> tall door, like seven or eight feet tall. I'm like jumping high enough to get the knob as well, hoping that nobody like hears me or nobody <laughs> opens the door right at that second. Um, I, I expect to do, if someone opens the door and they see me, I will, the, to pee on them take advantage of that <laughs> surprise you know that shock and then run right yeah
0: yeah, yeah shock and Honestly, to- exactly what
1: i would do too that would like i was yeah, imagining myself there that is exactly what i do that's a great plan
2: yeah of course and then you just run so finish peeing no, nobody opens the door uh, my cousin Poopy Pants is uh, on the sidewalk, and I say, "Get ready to run." For some reason, I bang on the door really, ha- lo- <laughs> really loud and really hard. <laughs> the guy behind the door, I could hear him go, "Oh shit!" And I run. I'm running down the block, screaming, "Run, cousin! Run!" I turn <laughs> around. My buddy's out behind me. He hid behind a bush in the lawn of the frat house. Keep in mind, this guy's like 6'2". Half of him was exposed to the world.
0: Oh, man.
2: He runs, up, he runs up to the door, runs back toward me, and then we go back to his place. We pass out. and He says, like, yeah, I put, a, I put a rock on the porch, and I said, wow, you threw a rock. That's amazing. We pass out. <laughs> the next day, we're at dinner with uh, his wife and my girlfriend at the time. Telling the story, and I said, "Yeah." And this crazy son of a bitch threw a rock at the frat house, and he says, "No, no, no!" I grabbed a rock and I, I set it on on the porch, and I said, "What?" <laughs> he says, "I grabbed, I, just, I, I, I put it gently on the porch of the frat house, and then I walked away." <laughs> and it sounded like a great idea at the time. <laughs> He's
0: <a laughs> rebel without a cause, right there.
2: <laughs> exactly. I wonder if, like, the school newspaper the next day was like vandalism and beta, beta, whatever. You know, the message left on the porch rock left without motive or intent.
0: No, that I. D- police
2: police oh, are baffled. I
0: think the headline should be: uh, uh, Police are searching for a man with monster fucking kidney stones. Please find him and, and refer him to the closest medical facility for treatment. <laughs>
2: Mysteries <laughs> abound. Is it the
1: door or the rock that smells like piss? We can't figure it out.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's yeah. That, I'm 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 really hoping that, like, at the very least, for a couple of days, that whole frat has smelled like this.
0: I hope so deserve... too. I hope oh, they
2: absolutely.
1: That's so fucked up, dude.
0: <laughs> I hope they all they all use that doorknob unaware, and we're going about their lives with with pee on their hands and not washing them regularly. Just
2: Ooh, fuck or I hope shit.
1: they like use their mouths to open doors. Like it's some weird <laughs> frat house rule.
2: <laughs> yeah, they have it. to yeah. carry in like two two eighteen packs of cores or something. Oh, you know, like, yeah, just open the door sure. with their mouth. That's why Turn them out. Hopefully. Oh,
0: that's no. I I appreciate your service. Uh, in the name of, of all whatever that might even be. That's that's good. That's that's vigilante justice at its finest, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Yeah, that's how I fight racism, man.
0: <laughs> yeah fight racism with piss that's that's the only way they'll learn i, I don't classy alcoholic i don't even know how to refer to you
2: <laughs> you can just call me classy people call classy, me classy. classy classy all
0: right right on classy so uh we were talking about how uh, you know we can share a few stories with our guests while we have them on because because you shared a piece of your life with us we, we want to share one back with you pete you got a nice cool anecdote we can share with classy
1: Yeah, sure. Um, uh, This one's actually kind of sad, but I've spent like multiple Thanksgivings alone because different family were living. Yeah, different family were living in different places. Uh, So there was one Thanksgiving where I spent it at my parents' house drinking Labatt Blues until I was uh, sufficiently drunk enough to fall asleep. Aww
2: yeah
0: labat blues though, that's that, that good.
2: sounds like a like a that, that sounds like a fabulous thanksgiving though i guess i spent all my thanksgivings alone with a turkey just for myself no in-laws no family no getting up early it's pretty great
1: yeah i i mean i had a good time i just uh watched tv and and hung out and drank way too many labat blues it wasn't too bad it was just fucking lonely but whatever <laughs> oh that's that is
0: pretty good yeah,
2: i i you know, if you're if you're okay being alone with your own thoughts you're fine yeah <laughs> uh, and i totally yeah
0: that's a good point yeah if you're if you're i don't know if that's a security thing alone in your own thoughts or just you trust your mind enough to sit there with it you know what better friend can you have to spend thanksgiving within yourself
2: uh, i rarely argue with myself get along just fine <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly
0: so I got another kind of a quickie. Um, I used to I, I I used to own a house back in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, when I got out of college, I was told that was a good move. That, that's a whole other story whether that was a good move or not, but I did have some really good times in the house, and I had a few roommates for a while. And one year, uh, we went out for uh, what I've always referred to as Blackout Wednesday because it's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving where everyone parties, and that's just what I refer to it as because usually yeah, I always, yeah,
2: I, I had to... uh, actually. it might have. Uh, now, sorry, okay, I don't. I don't remember now that you mentioned it. Uh, that story at the frat house might have been on a Wednesday or it might have been Christmas. It was one of the two holidays. <laughs> yeah, it was right. either the, the day before Thanksgiving or the end of the uh, winter semester. But sorry, go ahead. It,
0: it was definitely on a holiday, which is this is all we're looking for. But this one I know for a fact was blackout Wednesday, and uh, I, I indeed blacked out because that was kind of a, a common theme year after year when I was in my early 20s. But in this one in particular, uh, all both my room and I, we all went out. We went to the same place. We went to this piano bar downtown Grand Rapids. And we all end up coming home with somebody, but nothing happened. All of us woke up the next morning and we're like, did, ya, did anything happen for you? Did anything happen? Nah, nothing. Like, I woke up outside my bedroom door with my shirt soaking wet. So... uh <laughs> <laughs> there there might have been a peace story like involved him. in mine it might have been me <laughs> i know right that's that's what i'm saying there might have been a peace story involved in this one it might not have been i really couldn't tell you it was uh it was just confusing and yeah so this one also is it's it's anticlimactic in that but all three of us are just kind of like all right well three dudes one house three strikeouts that's uh that's three for three i guess that's the power of three so nine strikeouts i guess i don't know but
2: and so I once blacked out be, uh, because I my back was messed up and I took some muscle relaxers and then I forgot about it at the end of the day and then I got <laughs> and I d- drank some beers and I I was stupid blessed. drunk but I ended up drunk texting uh, married ladies that I kind of work with and ended up telling her that I was into her and ended up getting to have sex with her so I'm gonna count that as. As a win, even though it was blackout, it must have been some kind of charming while I was texting her because I eventually did get in her pants, which is cool.
0: Oh man, you know there is Holy there shit. there are people out there like yourself, classy, who the charm turns up to eleven when you're drinking. Mine does not do that at all. I don't have that that uh, good
2: fortune, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, hey man, well thank you for uh, joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, that story was amazing, and
2: clearly, well, I'll I'll teach you some tips.
0: Yes. Also, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, uh, where, can, uh, where can our uh, friends of the show like find you and stuff? If,
2: if, I, if I could plug really quickly.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was just kind of getting at. I would love for you to plug yourself. I mean, plug your whatever it is you do. Don't plug yourself, I guess. I don't know.
2: So I'm an Arizona-based. Uh, my website's been a little quiet just because I haven't been writing as often, but it's the net because I can't afford the .com, but I'm on Instagram and Facebook <laughs> as the Classy Alcoholic. Very... Very active there every time i 'm on an adventure and i'm new to twitter i'm at brown and drunk uh, because I am Mexican, so um you can find me there you know i I'll, I drunkenly post stuff, so if I drunkenly comment on something on twitter to, I, and i'm an asshole i'm sorry i am a nice guy I just you know sometimes i drink
0: no it's and, and anytime you've commented on anything that. i've posted it's it's been a delightful interaction, so I say keep doing what you do it'll you'll you'll it'll lead to great things twitter's a fun yet strange medium we've actually talked about that a little bit earlier it's it's kind of a it's kind of a mess right now but it it can be fun
2: yeah i hate social media but hey you know i gotta plug myself so no no that's i absolutely
0: want to do that so totally appropriate uh amazing story again so uh thank you and enjoy the rest of your uh, thanksgiving weekend i mean there's you know however much of it's left i suppose
2: yeah, you guys have a good rest to your weekend, and uh, you know we got some holidays coming up, so let's uh, let's make some more stories.
0: I like yes, it. Sir. I like that mantra. Let's do it. Oh man! All right, so uh, sorry, I'm, I'm eating some of my uh, beef paper here.
3: It's, yeah, I saw I saw that. that it looks like some cardboard quality beef
0: paper. Oh man, I. <laughs> i fucked it up royally <laughs> it is cardboard quality it's it's too it's uh double corrugated man it's it's tough <laughs> um
3: <laughs> so let me i will still eat it fuck fuck jerky is so fucking good even when it's bad i know man, the- i know
0: i was just saying that <laughs> <laughs> and the and the beef i bought the ground beef was like less than 12 dollars for three pounds it was so cheap i can't i can't not eat it it's yeah. <laughs> yeah it's still edible and it's like well this is the bargain of the century now i i didn't have to take it to thanksgiving <laughs> it's all mine now basically it's nice Yeah. it was my excuse I'm like ah, i ruined the beef jerky guys here's a bunch of beer instead so that <laughs> oh, i'm sure out. they were bummed <laughs> yeah yeah no one no <laughs> one noticed we had enough food to kill an army so it was it was all right <laughs> but uh yeah so drew uh you've been on the show before actually uh you and uh ian uh i don't know yeah. how much of the the conversation we just had i'll be keeping in here but <laughs> we'll, we'll find oh, out Oh god um but yeah, so welcome back, first and foremost, and uh, happy belated Thanksgiving. Hope you had a good one.
3: Thanks, you guys too.
0: It was very yeah, nice. Uh,
3: I was on this. I was on this podcast once before. Uh, I vaguely remember that.
0: Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah. I, I was in a different apartment. Like I wasn't even in the apartment I'm in right now. So it's been a few years. And I know we also had one that we tried to do that just never quite made its air because it turned into us both being wasted i was at pete's house and you and
1: ian drinking were drinking like
3: schnapps
0: or something or yeah fireball
3: oh, i don't remember yeah we were we were
0: drinking rumple mints
3: that's what straight
1: out of the bottle just back and forth as we we were as fireball straight out of the bottle
0: yeah, yeah. and i believe that was around totally the remember. holiday if i'm not mistaken
3: yeah that was i think that was was that between thanksgiving and christmas because ian was living in texas at the time and he was he stopped to visit me on his way uh to michigan to be with his family And yeah, we got so drunk. And the only thing I remember about that podcast is being on it, passing the rumplements back and forth, and then Ian leaving to poop and just being gone for like a half an hour. And then I looked back (laughs) at the monitor and you guys were gone. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) that sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think if I remember if I if I'm placing the pictures correctly, the same time frame. Me and Pete ended up going out. Pete we went to Dukes, I think. And uh, cuz I was wearing my holiday skeleton sweatshirt or uh uh fucking sweater. Logans. Yeah. Is and... it Logan's? Wait,
1: what? Wasn't it Logans?
0: Yeah, sorry, not Dukes. Logans. Yeah, that was that's what I meant. Same street, hey. right? Yeah. Yeah, anyways, close enough. But yeah, so this is this is fun that we get together on the holidays like this. this uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad about it. Um, and so, like you know, like I mentioned before, we're talking about holiday stories. Um, what, what, uh, what's your story? I know we—you said you had one, uh, and you want—you're ready to shoot the shoot the shit about it. Um, yeah, did you have one, one of my... specific?
3: Yeah, this. Is, so this is the only story that comes to mind when people ask me about either drinking stories or, uh, well, okay, maybe I have a few more drinking stories. But this is the only holiday story that ever comes <laughs> to mind, whether it's a drinking-related holiday story or not. Like when people are just sharing holiday stories completely sober this still comes to mind uh so back in back in the college days um i didn't live in a house with all my college friends but they all lived together uh there's probably god seven eight people in a four-bedroom house and they somehow made it work um but i was over there all the goddamn time and they had a new year's party so i show up at the new year's party and uh not not really a high point in my life before this party like i kind of got forced to go i was not feeling super great about it but i went anyway i was like you know i'm super depressed but let's go see some friends and drink and it'll all be better uh and for most of the night it was Uh, i got you know we all uh, we buy kegs for this party every year so it was it was was (laughs) a good party um and at one point you know it's new year's it's the upper peninsula michigan there's shitloads of snow. At one point, somebody, and I have no idea who, but I'll never forgive them, has the idea, hey, let's jump out the window into the snowbank. <laughs> but not like the porch window or the living room window. We jump out of like a second story window. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And so, Yeah. Yeah. So everybody's taking their turns. Uh, first person goes, jumps off, lands in the snow, jump up going, woo, yeah, you know, super good time. <laughs> They come back inside for another round. Next person goes, same thing. Everybody's having fun. I get in the window. It's my turn. I'm crouched up on the, on the windowsill there, and I turn around to say something. I'm sure that would have been just brilliant and made everybody laugh. But what <laughs> actually happens is um, my buddy John gives me a little little tap from behind, and I fall out the window instead of jumping. <laughs> so I land a little closer than everyone else did, a little closer to the house, Oh no! which means all the snow is packed down. So I hit it real hard with like the backs of my heels and then fold forward on myself and like smack my chest into my knees. Oh, oh my
0: god. You just fucking went full accordion, man. Yeah, oh yeah.
3: But I'm I'm completely it's New Year's and it's like eleven thirty, so I'm already just just gone. So I, I I don't know how I remember this. It must just be the sheer pain and adrenaline. But I hit, you know, I fold, I I hear like a like a smack and it turns out it was actually a crack because then I get helped up and I get brought into the house and everybody's like, ah, you're fine, you're fine. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm going to go to bed now, though, because everything hurts. (laughs) (laughs) So I go to bed, and I wake up the next morning uh, on the floor in one of the bedrooms, and I go to sit up, and it feels like my chest is about to tear apart because it turns out when I hit and my chest hit my knees, I cracked my sternum.
0: Oh your
1: sternum. Holy I was expecting my. ribs.
0: <laughs> Holy shit.
1: I was expecting back.
3: Yeah, no, top like right down the sternum, you know, long oh, ways. Fucking, no oh my god. That... And that was month mu- that was probably almost a year before I could like cough without feeling like my chest was gonna tear apart.
0: Yeah, you know, what of course it feels it's, like that know... like chests are like fucking heart surgery because they have to like ba- well <laughs> they have to rip it apart, so almost chest yeah. surgery, but god damn, dude, yeah. that's fucked up.
3: Oh, yeah, it hurts so much. Did you and... like, wear, like, a
1: pressure wrap or anything?
3: No, so um, I I actually never went to the doctor for it because, you know, it's before <laughs> college times, didn't have insurance. Yeah. But, like, that insurance it was over stuff. a year. There is no way that that was not a cracked sternum. There's
0: no way. Oh. See, what you need oh, is, need my, my grandpa had open heart surgery when I was, like, 20, and they gave him, like, a pillow to hold on to when he was coughing. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. So he had something, like, to hold on to and, like, hold himself together. Oh, I God. feel like. You needed a you needed a coughing pillow of of some sort for that. That's
3: yeah. Because what I ended up doing when I knew a cough or a sneeze was coming was just holding myself right. as tight as I could, like yeah. the saddest man on the planet,
0: <laughs> looking like some <laughs> fucking hobo wandering around the streets, like yeah. <coughs> I'm hugging myself because I'm the one that loves me, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and also
0: uh, no, my heart will fall out if I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't really and, want uh, my lungs to just pop out the front of my chest. It's gross. <laughs> it doesn't go over yeah, well. So-
3: yeah, so now to this day, uh, every once in a while, when I when I talk to John, the guy that gave me a little tap out the window, <laughs> we'll be in the middle of a conversation. We'll be talking about something, and uh, there'll be a lull in the conversation. I'll just be like, hey, John, you remember that time you pushed me out a fucking window? <laughs> <laughs> every time. just I'm going to guilt him about that forever, even though I am fully recovered at this point. It's still just... No, that's... You have to. Bro. You that's do.
0: No, I got I got set on fire by a very good friend of mine, and I, to this day... I mean, it's only been two years, but every, to God, this damn. day... To this day, I'm actually, less me, more my friend Ross, because he was there too, but he's like, remember that time you set Sam on fire? And, uh, <laughs> you know, you just... You got to make sure they remember that, because... Yeah. It's... it's I uh, mean, it's, you that know.
3: push out the window was a pivotal moment in my life, and also a very important part of our friendship, so, yeah. I
0: mean... Yeah, clearly you're still friends, so it's not yeah. it's not in a bad way. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs>
0: that's amazing. Well, I'm glad you survived that one to tell the story. Uh, I'm also sad that I'm just now learning about the story because that's just that's fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and to go unlike unofficially diagnosed and just be like, eh, uh-huh. I'll, I'll walk this off. It'll it'll take yeah. a couple of years, but I'll walk this off.
3: Well, I mean, what the hell was my choice? I mean, I didn't, I didn't have money to go and yeah. see an actual doctor. I, I, just, I mean, the, the best they would have done is just been like, hey, hug a pillow. Here's a pillow. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I, keep, pressure,
0: yeah. I keep thinking of the Charlie, uh, the Charlie Kelly quote from Always Sending When uh, I Don't Have Money to Go Waste on a Doctor. And uh, I can't remember <laughs> what happened. I think it was, I can't remember if it was when he got sh- It wasn't when he got shot. There was something else he did. And he's like, I don't have money to afford to. Oh, I can't afford wasting my money on a doctor. Uh, yeah, it was good times. Yep. Yep. That, so this isn't a holiday thing, but I had a, I had a similar injury, but I don't think I cracked my sternum. I I busted up some ribs. I was snowboarding in my backyard and uh, (laughs) we set up a, what we called a fun box. So it was like a flat top surface about 12, 15 inches off the ground. And then we had this old uh, fence, like a a chain link fence bar that we'd grind on. It was our grind bar. And we raised that up to match the, the box and this just this one day i remember i come down to it and i duffed the approach and like when <clears throat> like like that and oh. like rolled over the fun box and landed oh. on my chest basically on the bar oh that that God. that raised bar and i bounced off it my roommate at the time's like do we need to go to the hospital i'm just there. I'm like i don't know yet give me a second and wow, uh Jesus. Like I I didn't, I didn't really have the wind knocked on me. Like it was, it hurt, but it wasn't like terrible. And uh, so I'm like, I think I'm good. I don't think we need to go to the hospital. And I get up and I go to like a punk rock show and I get in a mosh pit and someone elbowed me in the chest and I about cried. Just like, was just like hunched over clutching my chest, like hugging myself being like, don't cry. Don't let the punks see you cry. (laughs) That's all you gotta do. And, That's uh, a good motto to live by. Yeah, don't let the yeah. punks see you cry. <laughs> it's, it's, one I've, it's one I've lived by since then. But uh I I I I think I bruised a rib. I didn't fully crack or anything, but I think I bruised a rib and like Ugh. I know how bad that hurt. Like yeah. I w- like if I had to sneeze, I would I would instinctively start to hug myself, like, oh no, not again. <sighs> but I I just can't imagine how bad that would feel to have literally any bones cracked, broken in there versus yeah. the bruise, because well, it, it went away after like two months and mm-hmm. it, it, that's why I think it was only a bruising, but God dude.
1: Yeah.
3: Shit hurt. I got uh, another uh, quick two for, uh, if you, if you'd like, yeah, do it, man.
1: Yeah, please
3: do. Uh, so let's not bury the lead here. Uh, I've broken my ass twice.
0: <laughs> that's uh, amazing.
3: <laughs> Both times on ice. Uh, once playing boot hockey when I was about 16, uh, Similar janky backyard setup uh, to your to your fun box, which, by the way, I think we have different definitions of fun box. But uh, <laughs>
0: we do.
1: I uh, had a neighbor kid. Uh, You're he always about his back. blood holes, Yes, Drew. Uh,
3: no comment.
0: Okay. <laughs> he is talking about how he's broken his ass twice. So yeah,
3: yeah. right. Yeah, b- uh, sports.
0: You broke um, your fun box, <laughs> right? Through sportsing, it's as long as you break your asshole through sportsing, it's cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so a uh, neighbor kid um, turned his backyard into a boot hockey uh, rink every year, but his backyard was not remotely level. Uh, and I ended up slipping on it and landing directly on my tailbone on uh, breaking it. And then it the second time. It's called like
1: a fun box. You landed directly on your. Yeah, fun directly box. on my fun <laughs> box. Uh, just, just snapped it in
3: twain. And uh, yeah, second time was similar, but playing uh, broom ball at Michigan Tech. That was, oh my God. That was like a class that I like. That was PE credit there,
0: and I fucking broke
3: my ass like the second day or something. <laughs> day <laughs> two.
0: Right. Now I will say this: I don't know if I broke my tailbone or anything, but I have wrecked myself playing broom ball. That game is vicious, especially if you play with the right people.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I know it was. It's actually broken because it's fucking it's bent funny, and I <laughs> I know that because the doctor told me when he was putting his finger in there for a check. Oh god. Said, uh, "Hey, wow! Have you broken your tailbone before?" And I said,
0: "Yep, twice." <laughs> well, and then I winked at him. <laughs>
1: <Right? laughs> Want to
0: make it a nice solid three, sir? <laughs> Boom!
1: Trifecto. Call it a fun box for nothing. <laughs> Wink.
0: Are you saying fart box or fun box, son? I can't tell. Both. <laughs> Both apply. Yes, yes, sir. Correct on all <laughs> on all the fronts. Oh, man well, that uh, that was an amazing too for Drew. I Thanks. appreciate you sharing a little bit of yourself with us on that one. <laughs> Pete, did you have an, another story to uh, share while we have Drew on as well?
1: Yeah. So when I was like maybe ten, um, my great aunt was over at uh, our house for Thanksgiving, and uh, my aunt was over, my mom's both on my mom's side for Thanksgiving like my family just like my dad my brother my sister myself uh and my mom and then my mom's sister and my mom's aunt so we're all hanging out and my mom's sister likes to get fucking rip-roaring drunk (laughs) um especially at holiday gatherings so she was drinking whatever the fuck she was drinking and my aunt uh who was was kind of losing her mind at one point or at this point uh, shit her pants. So the first <laughs> emergency that we dealt with uh, my great aunt shitting her pants. And my mom is like, God damn it. What the fuck? Um, so that happens. And as everything's getting wrapped up from that, my hammered aunt goes to walk- and washes her hands directly over the mashed potatoes. In oh, the oh sink. <laughs> no. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> She's like oh my pissed drunk, washing her hands over the potatoes. My mom's like, "What the
2: fuck?" Like,
1: <laughs> the potatoes. So I had a good Thanksgiving that year because I thought everything was kind of funny, but my mom was <laughs> pissed. She oh was my so God. pissed, and I mean, justifiably so, of course. But
3: well, yeah, you can't serve shit potatoes. I mean, you can, but it's like a certain kind
1: of party you can serve shit potatoes at. Right, and I'm cool with those parties, but like this wasn't (laughs) that type of party, so
0: this wasn't one of those parties. Oh man, that uh, wow, that is uh, just like a a nightmare scenario for a family dinner. (laughs) Not the mashed potatoes, man. Nothing fun ever happened like before, during, or even remotely close to the after dinner. It was always like the after dinner party that where shit got weird. I and mean, it never got that weird. <laughs> never got like shit on potatoes weird.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, man. So, my my uh, other story for this situation was I was really glad you said it was a New Year's Eve story for your first one, Drew. Because this is a New Year's Eve story, but it, it, this is not an yeah. injury story by any means. This is <clears throat> more of a feel good story. It was my first New Year's Eve. It's like a college graduate. Boring. Oh shut up dude. I need a palate cleanser after those shit potatoes, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, this might this now nah, this probably won't meet the this won't meet the requirements, but <laughs> I just remember uh I was twenty whatever, three years old, running around with six packs of Bell's Java Stout and uh this project wheat beer they did like twelve years ago. And uh, we ended up going down Pete. This is where I I said uh, I used to, I think I partied in your old neck of the woods when you when you lived on Prospect because I remember being over on that side of the expressway. I swear to God I was near your neighborhood, like maybe a street over or so. But we ended up crashing a formal masquerade party. And we we thought it was just a masquerade party, like we thought people were going to show up in like regular clothes and wearing masks and shit. It was like a black tie masquerade party. So people <laughs> in these nice dresses like tuxedos, bow ties and shit. I so should have like, sorry, this is like a eyes wide shut. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Minus, okay. minus the orgy part, but yeah, the rest of it's pretty close. Well, uh, if you're going to take that away. I mean, I know that's, that's why this story is not going to meet anyone's standards for a good time. But <laughs> all, all I remember was we walked in and I'm wearing jeans like this brown leather bomber jacket. That was gross as shit. Um, and I'm wearing a cardboard strong bad mask that I made myself. <laughs> And uh <laughs> everyone just like it was one of those moments truly you could hear the record player just go Vroom! and everyone in their like nice attire, black masks, like classy masks their masks, they're holding like champagne glasses with their pinkies out and shit. And I'm like, Oh, this is not uh, the cheats house, oh shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then we, we we partied the rest of the night away in our own little corner because no one wanted to talk to us. It was a good time. <laughs> So that's how I busted the new year into two thousand six or seven. I can't remember which year it was, but it was very close to that. <laughs>
3: nice. I think I think that's the proper response though. Like if you walk into a party and everybody thinks you're fucking weird, you just you start your own party. You over own in it. the corner. Yeah. And it'll be way fucking better than their party.
0: Yeah, no no need to like tailor your party to theirs. Make make exactly. own it and make it your own. And you'll have a good time or ghost. And honestly, what I found is, if you're wearing a strong bad mask, there's no way not to have a good time because <laughs> everybody knew who the fuck he was then. It was it was back in the good old days when Homestar yeah. Runner was like a real thing. So,
3: God, it feels like so long ago. Now, why did your story make me feel old? Because we're old, Drew. God damn it! You're not even turning 30, thirty
1: this year, Drew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just turned thirty-five. I'm halfway dead. I'm not even halfway dead. I'm like like three quarters dead. Now that brought it down, didn't it? Shit. Well, that wasn't the intended response.
3: Now here I am sitting here lamenting the last year of my 20s because I'm 29, but good God, 35. How do you do it, man? <laughs> <laughs> one,
0: one, one broken bone at a time, yeah. which, which it sounds like you're already on the path of that, so you got that going for you.
1: Or the same bone Ooh, repeatedly in my fun box. <laughs> yeah. yeah, your fun box keeps getting broken. <laughs>
3: Who doesn't love a good What, uh, what When's
1: your birthday, Drew?
3: Uh, October 11th.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, mine's yep. December 16th, so I'm turning 30 way before you.
0: Yeah. October birthdays are all right, though. It's a good Yeah, sign. they are. It's true. It is a good time. Well, Drew, man, thanks for popping on again. Welcome back. We'll have to get you on for like a full episode again. I think it's it's about time we uh, give you the full treatment because <laughs> we, we do the show a little differently now than when uh, you last were on with us, so... <laughs> Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to. I think uh we, we'll have a we'll have a good old time and hopefully no one will walk away injured or hobble away <laughs> injured, however that works.
1: Guaranteed no fun box is broken. Oh well well then
3: I'm out. Yeah, right I want <laughs> at least I want at least the chance of some dangerous fun box worst, business. Worst
0: sell ever, Pete. What the fuck?
1: I was, <laughs> I was gonna bring it up to the sternum and be like, we'll definitely crack
0: the sternum. <laughs> so there you go. Jesus. I think I'm
3: too old for that shit.
0: <laughs> All right, Murtaugh. <laughs> well, dude, well, hey, have a good rest of your Thanksgiving weekend, man, and, uh, yeah, we'll be in touch and uh, take care of that fun box. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: All right, later, man. <clears throat> I'm going to mess with her so hard. Hello? Hello, is this Donna Lale?
4: <laughs> it is.
0: <laughs> hi, it's, it's, it's,
4: how
0: are you doing, Mats it, It's me and Pete here. Hi.
4: Well, hi, hi, Pete.
1: How's it going, Donna? Are you in
4: Grand? Are you in Grand Rapids? I am. <laughs> oh wow, that's pretty funny. Well, it said Sunland, California, or something. So, of course, Tom and I don't answer those calls that we don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I I should have I I think it comes from a a Google number I have from way back when we first signed up for this stuff, and that's good to know. I can uh, at least I'll, I'll have to have you when we finish with this. I'll have you double check the number, and then I can double check it against the number I think I have. And if that's the case, at least I can at least tell people when I call them through Hangouts to expect it from a certain number or something.
4: Yeah, it came through the same the second time as well. So oh, good.
0: Well, excellent. So. <clears throat> Well, welcome, Mother, uh, to the show. Um, glad to have you on here. How how you been?
4: Thank you, thank you, uh, very well, thank you. We're having a, a lovely day here in Michigan.
0: Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> well, uh, did you have a good Thanksgiving? You know, since this is a holiday episode, I know I kind of talked to you a little bit already, but.
4: Oh yes, yes, we had a uh, uh, well, we had a very lonely Thanksgiving actually this year. So, um, oh, it was sad. just your dad and I put the tree up. No big deal.
0: Right, Yourself? Well, guilt trip, <laughs> guilt trip uh, received there.
4: <laughs> I had fun. Uh, no sister either, so...
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. It's probably quiet then.
4: Very quiet. Very quiet. Sure.
0: Speaking of sister, Allison is involved in this story. And if she were uh, more the type to talk on a podcast, I might have had her on this one too. But um, for this this episode, we've been sharing holiday stories. And while I wasn't going to make you necessarily share one specifically... I did want to kind of recall one that involved the whole family. Um, it always seemed like we, we would have a holiday, like, you know, the family and whoever extended family would come over. And then, you know, since we eat so early, there there would always end up a time where I would try to meet up with like Ross or some of my other friends or something after everything was all said and done. And
4: yeah, we did. Hot, for, tub, hot tub time.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right, because we had the hot tub, and that was prime time for tubbing. But uh mm-hmm. man, I just remember there was one year specifically
1: Ross- Fucking hot tub time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Don't knock it until you try it, Pete.
4: Oh, they did. There was a lot of frolicking in the
0: hot
1: tub Pete. <laughs> I'm sure there was, Donna. I'm sure there was tons of frolicking with Ross F- and frolicking. frolicking. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Frolicking. Yeah. Well, at least our, I don't. There, there wasn't any questionable behavior that went on our hot tub. On our hot tub, as as far as I know, other people's hot tubs. <laughs> there might have been some other incidences, but that's a whole other. That's a whole other episode, but
4: that's another story. Yeah,
0: yeah. For, for uh, this one in particular, I, I and I wish I could remember what year it was. I remember it was in the uh, the house in Rockford. So it was before you moved up to Goan, and uh yeah, Gowen, right did I pronounce that right? Gowen? Isn't it Gowen? It's sorry, it's, it's Gowan. Gowen. Sorry, I always get that mixed up. I, I knew a I knew a guy from soccer whose last name was Gowen. We called him Gowan's. He's like, no, it's Gowens, and so now
4: Even Pete knows it's Gowen.
0: Yeah, well that's because he's he lives like right next door to
1: Gowan for most of his life. <laughs> I'm a Michigander, so I know this.
0: There you go. There you go. Either way, my bad accent notwithstanding. This Thanksgiving in particular, I I called up Ross and uh I don't remember who else was there if it was, uh, you know, the Alexanders and anybody else. But all of a sudden I just remember Ross and his parents are there. We're mm-hmm. hanging around in the kitchen. And I, I think the culmination of this entire story was I ended up going downstairs cause Allie went to bed and I rolled her out of bed and made her take a shot of like Bacardi limone or Bacardi orange, some terrible, terrible decor. And she, uh, she agreed and rolled out of bed, took a shot, and I honestly can't remember if she came back up and and hung out some more with us or not. But it uh, it became a massive little house party there on Thanksgiving, and uh, I thought it was a good time. It was kind of indicative of of our attitude of hey, let's hang out and
4: well, it was always it was always the uh, the uh, nice big turkey dinner with all the fixings, and someone was usually there um, because. Some of us didn't have any family. You know, a lot of people didn't have families around here. So it always seemed like it, it kind of evolved from there. It was like as soon as the dinner was over, if if no one was there, you kids had someone come over or their their family dinners were over and the next thing you know, it would be somebody's coming over to play pool or we're going to go in the hot tub. or Yeah, and that, that particular one that you're talking about, I don't really know how the... Uh, how ross's parents ended up over there but they did and and it became kind of a it was it was a fun evening actually pretty fun i remember mary opening up a bottle of uh um what do you call it tonic water (laughs) It just oh yeah exploded all over the whole kitchen i mean everywhere and of course everyone was you know kind of busy cleaning that up but i think you guys were probably too busy laughing about it to help clean up. So you know.
0: probably, probably. One of my other
1: favorite memories when I was you finally bet. like, "Bastard!" What's that, Pete? <laughs> uh, I just called you bastards for not helping clean it up. <laughs> uh,
4: oh, <laughs> that's typical.
1: There was there was <laughs> more than you enough help. He wasn't
4: really into cleanup, yeah, Pete. <laughs>
2: yeah, there was too
0: many cooks in the kitchen already there, so
2: yeah, yeah, it was no a big, big kitchen, deal.
0: Huh? yeah. No, my other, well, I was going to say, it was my other favorite memory is like once I was of age, it always seemed like uh, for any holiday, whether it was Thanksgiving, Christmas, or whatever, when the stores shut down, you know, this is back in the day when places weren't open on Thanksgiving Day, like a bunch of jerks. Uh, <laughs> me and Dad would. No, they weren't. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the dark ages before Black Friday started to creep into Thursday. Uh, no, I just remember early on, Dad would be like, all right, let's get some beer. We, you know, can't go to the store tomorrow. And, He's like, let's get some good beer for it's a you know it's a holiday, and we would get like a case of Rolling Rock, <laughs> which isn't exactly good beer, but that's like back like, in the day. It
4: was when you when you drink uh, what Old Milwaukee's best or whatever yeah, it was. Or
0: Dad was the you know the Bush Light guy, so we upgraded to some Rolling Rock Pale, and uh,
4: <laughs> we the just, green bottles were festive.
0: Yeah, they're fancy, and then. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that that kind of became like my holiday beer for a while and then uh, that morphed into my my hangover beer if I was hungover I could handle rolling rock and that was about it
1: so my my mom actually had like really I, I told like part of this story but my mom wrote me an email because she like refuses to be recorded uh, <laughs> so she sent me she sent me this email and she's like you can read this if you want to but i I just don't want to be recorded on it so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll I'll read it. Thank you, mom. And of course, she's like, she's like an English major, so so she made this like as poetic and in storybook as she could. So uh, <laughs> if if you guys are ready, I'll I'll read this story.
0: Yeah, I'm, ready. I'm, I'm ready. Okay,
1: cool. So you had my perspective. Here's my mom's perspective. Uh, she she heads this email by saying, "Here you go. Use it as you like." Okay, so. <laughs> <clears throat> there came a time when my, our dear Aunt Evelyn had to be moved from a nursing, moved to a nursing home. She was my mother's sister and the last of her generation in the family. At 89 years old, although her heart was strong, the remainder of her faculties were failing. The kids and I would visit her often at the Welcome Home for the Blind in Grand Rapids, and take her out for dinner in the city or bring her home uh, to the family for holidays. So as it was on one particular Thanksgiving, she joined us for dinner with a day pass from the nursing home. That's so fucked up that you have to get day passes from nursing homes. Just as an aside there, our family being of good size, uh, there were plenty of contusion and the ongoing arrivals, uh, activity of the young children, the high of spirited adults and food preparation. She also puts high in quotations, which I think is really funny. Um, <laughs> All right. it's a natural the natural high, I'm sure. What an old hippie. Okay, so just as I was in the final stages of the big Thanksgiving dinner, Aunt Evelyn pulled uh, called me... Uh, <laughs> this is where the story gets good. Aunt Evelyn called me with some urgency from where she had just been sitting watching all of the commotion. Although I was just in the process of mashing the potatoes, I rushed out to her. She pulled me close to her and said, I've had an accident. Judging from the smell, I knew it wasn't just that she'd spilled her tea. Damn. <laughs> <With a> hungry... <laughs> and just
3: spilled yeah. her tea.
1: And then damn with an exclamation point. Yeah. Uh, with a hungry family awaiting dinner and the last thing remaining was up to me to get onto the table. I grabbed my sister, Helene, and asked her to take Anne Eve to the bathroom and to get her cleaned up so she, we, we could continue with our tasks. Moments later, Helene called me from the bathroom. When I got there, she said, I can't do it. It's too gross. You'll have to. <laughs> Okay, I told Helene, and I said, go finish mashing the potatoes. They are in the kettle. I got Evelyn underway with the cleanup process, returned to the kitchen, answering Helene's calls, asking to where the uh, whereabouts the potatoes were. As I came through the kitchen door to my horror, I saw Helene washing her hands directly over the very essential kettle of mashed potatoes, which I had recently drained into the sink. It's a dilemma. She says, use potatoes that were covered with a close-fitting lid or not use potatoes and not have mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving Day. Well, I think you catch the drift. What did you think I did? (laughs) And she leaves it open-ended. So I'm like, I don't know, Mom. I don't know if I want to remember eating mashed potatoes that day or not.
0: (laughs) But the gravy on the potatoes, damn, was that fine.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh Colorful. smelled kind of shitty, but it was good.
4: (laughs) Oh, no. That's a good story.
1: That is
0: (laughs) quite a Thanksgiving story.
1: My mom, ladies and gentlemen. Well, thank
0: you. Thank you, Dorothy, for sharing that via email with us. That was, that was, uh, had to be (laughs) just a logistical nightmare for uh, a busy household with a bunch of family.
1: Yeah, and I was like eight, and I was I couldn't help them at all. Like you know, like you're you're not going to order an eight year old around to mashed potatoes or anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Mom might have maybe help in the kitchen at some point at eight. When did I start making mashed potatoes?
4: I don't know. I think twenty seven. Giving did yeah, kind of become it, it got to be kind of a a family affair, uh, you you did the potatoes, Allie had, I can't remember. She probably made probably, bread because she
0: ate the bread all the I time. I was just
4: going to say, she. May, it seemed to me she used to make those little knotted bread yeah. things of some sort. Little um crescent rolls. Yeah, yeah, but she'd knot she'd them up to make them look like they were fancy. Um, yeah, you did oh, the that's potatoes. awesome. That was, you were probably about 8 and 10 or whatever she was, 7 and 10. Um, it started and from then on out, then you, you kind of, uh, went on to your little famous potato that you make, um, yeah. your, your little twice-baked My twice-baked potato, baked potatoes. You, you evolved, basically, yeah, yeah, you evolved into that, that's what it was. I had so.
1: to
0: step my potato game up, otherwise, you know, Yeah.
1: it's, uh, yeah. Sam, you gotta share that recipe with me, man.
4: You, it's very good, Pete. He created his own little.
0: It's it's super yeah. secret, but the gist of it is you bake potatoes, cut them open, scoop them out, mash them, add a shitload of cheese, a shitload of sour cream, and then whatever spices you can find in the spice rack, and toss it back in there. Add more cheese. Layer the. Oh, I learned later to lay or not layer. Um, line the potato skins with cheese so there's like cheese. In the bottom, she's in the mashed potatoes, and then she's on top of the mashed potatoes, and you bake them again for like 20 minutes. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't really have a recipe. I just, Like I said, I just kind of find whatever's nearby that looks good. And The sour cream, I think, is the other thing because it helps cream it up really well.
4: Plus, he was, the, the, he was just a huge participant then, you know, at that point. In any kind of holiday dinner, that was his specialty.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, listen to that. She's exaggerating, yeah. folks. Yeah. I was too drunk to remember most of these.
1: Oh please! <laughs> Starting at age eleven. Yep. I <laughs> was
0: going to say I don't
4: think that started at eleven, did it? Wow. I hope not. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Me neither. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure. Negligent parent. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's some developmental issues. I'm a little worried about now if that's the case. So.
4: Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, great.
0: Well, Mom, thanks for uh, hopping on and joining us. I Appreciate you uh, going through some of these fun stories with us, and uh, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Hopefully, this means you'll start listening to it.
4: I will. I will. Thanks, gentlemen. Thanks for uh, thanks Thank for you, the Dawn. invite. So yeah. Thanks, Pete. Hope to see you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Bye, everybody.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening to the Beer and Loathing podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, with the tag Beer and Loathing. You can also tune into our YouTube channel, which is a little different. It's Tune In Get Drunk. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> really she did hello hello Hello. sam says hi are you talking to him i i am
0: no we're sitting here awkwardly in silence
1: not videoing we're just sitting (laughs) here i'm staring at his profile picture oh Uh, we're not seeing anything we haven't said anything for the past like hour (laughs) (laughs) it's still there it's like the staring game
0: but with with talking